Hey, it is 2021, and we are in season three of Coffee Talk. Thanks for listening. It would be such a such a gift to us if An you honor. would, yeah, rate us, give us five stars. Do we all would the so things, appreciate man. that. Leave Let a comment know. saying this this podcast has changed your freaking life. Yes, and uh, yes. it'd mean a lot to us. Thanks for listening to Coffee Talk, and it's gonna be a good year. Cheers. Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You listen to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers. <laughs> she just smiles. Cheers, babe. <laughs> you have to cheers before I can say cheers, babe. Don't spill your coffee now. <laughs> if you're driving right now, don't spill your coffee. That'll preach, huh? Don't spill the coffee. Um, man. Spill the tea. Hey, a little bit of podcast information. We have, this will be our 136, we have recorded 135 episodes. That's a lot, babe. It is, and actually, one hundred thirty-five is a very significant number for me personally. For it's most, of, so much so you've tattooed I it. Tattooed on your it arm. on my arm, the number one thirty-five, and I don't think is I want to. Your goal weight. <laughs> I tell people, no, I never want to be one thirty-five. If oh, I'm one thirty-five, okay, I'm dead. dead. I died. Yeah, I've been dead for quite some time. In fact, if I'm one thirty-five, one thirty-five is um, your goal weight. <laughs> I tell people it's what I weighed when I was seven. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a problem too. <laughs> I'll tell my seven-year-old self that. Uh, seven years old. My seven-year-old we, self knows that. We now. got a problem. <laughs> yeah, I know that now. Anyway, so we know that now. Oh man. Oh, well, speaking of weight loss, and because it goes with it, you know, if you've got a weight problem, you should work out. But um, <laughs> funny how she connects everything to working out. Yeah. I mean, if you're depressed in life, you should work out. If you're lazy in life, you should work out. I mean, yeah, it's actually kind of true. But, yeah. No, um, I, we were at dinner with some friends, and someone challenged you at a benching. Um, they oh. basically bet that you couldn't bench a certain... They, they could bench more than you. This is so and true. And the number they threw out... And how high school is that, by the way? Yeah, wait. How much do you bench, dude? <laughs> do you lift, bro? <laughs> I don't know, man. I stopped checking when I when I left high school. And I think they, like, like, I think they threw out like 185. No, okay. Pounds. It was it's a good friend, in fact. He's actually way better shape than me. But totally. he just completely underestimated. <laughs> He's like... He's like, bro, I could bench more than you. And I was like, what are you even talking about? I was like, first of all, we're not in high school. And he is a good 100 to 120 pounds lighter than me. Yeah, probably and easily. I was like, bro, I played D1 college football as an offensive lineman. Like, you don't understand. Like, I have one superpower in the physical realm, in the physical realm, and it is benching. Push-ups and anything to do with chestises, okay? Like <laughs> your man pet. And he started going like, don't, he's like, don't, he's like, bro, don't you don't know, you don't know, man. Bro, I, you don't funny. know how much I can bench. I'm like, bro, I don't care what you can bench. I promise you, I can bench more than you. I was like, in fact, I'll bet you ten thousand dollars. Okay, <laughs> I did. No, he was so. Confident. And he's like, he's like, for real, a hundred dollars. I'm like, no, let's not do it. I don't want to take your money. I was like, there's no way you you bench as much as me. He goes, bro, you don't know how much I bench. I'm like. <laughs> All right, all right, man. You know what? Fine. $100. For the principle of it. Did he throw out a number for He us? did. I'm like, $100. And he's like, cool. I'm like, what do you bench? He's like, 265 Which, for this guy who weighs about That's 165 he bends 100 pounds over his weight. Yeah. To which my response was, I will do that weight 15 times with my legs in the air. Uh-oh. And he's like, you, there's no way. So then he called <laughs> my son. Caleb, who's his good friend, and he's like, dude, I just challenged your dad $100. He's like, and what? He's like, in benching. And Caleb goes, you just lost $100. <laughs> he didn't even ask him how much no, he was going to bet him with. 
Oh my gosh. And not that I even care, but like I work out with 265. That's what I would work out with. I'll do sets of 10 with that. No, I do sets of 10 with 275. So, and then, so he was like, oh man. No, I'm never going to. I don't have to well, prove you, it. Well, you need to prove it. I don't have to prove it. Just so that you make, you need to make the point. Post it to Instagram where it's not real. I don't have to I prove it. I think it would be good for his ego to, to realize What I should do is pick him up and like wrong. shoulder press him is what I should do. <laughs> what is, speaking of ego, what is with the bodybuilder manly ego thing? Like, it's a thing. Like, it's a man I, thing. I can do more push-ups than you, man. It's a man thing. I, this, I don't ever like, girls, I could do another. I never go to my girlfriend and be like, how many squats can you do? Or like lunges. Truth you know? is, this guy probably could never, do more push-ups never. than me. I mean, I could do like 50 push-ups. I bet you he could do more, but. Yeah, it's just it's, it's at some so point funny. it's sheer physics, isn't it? It's the guy. It's a guy thing for sure. Um, the other day I was at the I was at the gym speaking of it, and I was going to do this tricep move, and I got the weights wrong because some weights are most weights in the gym are in pounds. These ones in kilos, which is weird. So what I thought was <laughs> thirty five kilos was actually like ninety five pounds on top of so. Just okay. Throw out a number. I'm doing a tricep exercise, and what I thought I was doing with 120 pounds, I was doing with 165 pounds. And so I went to pull, throw it up in the air and I was laying on a bench and because the weight was so much more than I thought, it landed on my stomach, my oh. abs. Oh, your abs or your stomach? Uh, uh, my, yeah. ke- my keg. It hit the keg and I, I got it up and I actually did it. It was super hard. I couldn't believe that I did But I am so bruised right now. Oh, no. Oh, God. Like, you think you broke a rib? No, if I broke a rib, I, went, I would know. It's just bruised. Oh, so. my gosh. Um, babe, I'm sorry. Are you on your phone? Or are we boring yeah, you? Yeah, I'm looking at some things. You know, I'm just, I'm, you know. are we boring you? No, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying. Should we just talk amongst ourselves? I, I'm enjoying. Vic, this. you just got back from the gym. Man, this is yeah. gym day. Gym day. You went to um, F45. We got a lot of friends doing the F45 nowadays. Um, spring has sprung. Is in the air. God, spring I love has it. Sprung. Can you say it with a English accent? I wish you would. With everything in me. Spring, spring has sprung. Um, Jen, what do you love most about spring? Flowers, warmer weather. I love everything about spring. Um, if you live in Seattle, you start seeing more sun, more blue cloud, blue clouds, blue blue skies. Well, let's just say this: it's currently six thirty when we're recording and this in Coffee Talk Studios, and it feels like it's three in the it's afternoon. Beautiful. It's beautiful here. It will stay like it will stay light now till nine thirty. Spring in by Seattle. the time summer hits, it'll stay light in Seattle till eleven p.m. Spring in Seattle is gorgeous. Do you want to know why? You can be going over the hill and you see the water. You see mountains plus the snow on top of them and the sunshine is shining and the birds are singing. It's just, it is like heaven in yep. Seattle in the spring, right? Well yeah. said. It's love. just gorgeous. Well said. My favorite. Yeah, you're my favorite. You're my favorite. Okay. I thought you just said spring was your favorite. Well, he's my favorite. He's my, <laughs> he's my favorite favorite. Do you want to um, make love after this? Yes, Ew. please. <laughs> do you, you want to make love after this? Always and forever. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's spring man spring is in the air yeah, like man. romance when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's a mode what's a good spring song um, speaking i see trees of green red roses too i see them bloom for me and you and i think to myself what a wonderful world who sings it babe Come on. Louis. Louis Armstrong. You nailed it. You actually have a sign in your shop. I know. That's why I knew yeah. it. I just didn't want to make a mistake. It has that quote on it. Uh, Louis Armstrong. Man, I love spring. We booked our summer vacation already. Going to Destin, Florida, the panhandle. It's just good, man. All things good. I hope 
that you are getting outside, making the most of non-quarantine-ish days, which is yes. nice. I feel like those are behind us forever. Let them forever be. There's all this nonsense going around about variants, like variants to the, to the, to the virus. Variants will be worse. Like like different strains. People just want to make fear everything in life. Let's like not. If we're fearful yeah. about everything. Let's not, guys. Let's, Let's not. just not do it. Huh? There's a million strands of all kinds of flus yeah. too. You it is a, it is a thing. You have a thousand strands on your head right now. Strands of hair. Right. We're There's just, strands of everything. We're just gonna, Let's just move we're on. We're gonna move forward. Yes, move yes. forward. Which brings me to the topic for today on the hundred and thirty-sixth episode of Coffee Talk with Billy and Jennifer. Um, babe, I want to talk in an area where you are literally a professional. You are a professional in the um, actually, I wouldn't say she's a professional flower person. Exercise. <laughs> uh, Vic, you're stealing my thunder. Uh, cleaning. Yeah, um, you got a lot of professions. Okay, you have a lot of professions, but this, you are an absolute, you know what you are? Okay, Vic, I'm a, you're a master at this. Ooh, okay. I'm You have no, I'm mastered curious. this after 40 something years of life. Ooh. You have mastered the thing I want to talk about today. You really? ready for it? Drum roll, please. Bang! Consistency. Ah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like one of my favorite coffee, words. Coffee Talk Studios collectively agrees. Uh, it's consistency. my favorite word. Consistency. Okay, I was I got going on this today. I was thinking about consistency, and because I feel like if you if you were to say how do you define consistency, the, the dictionary can can you know defines as like steadiness, reliability, dependability, equilibrium, whatever. The dictionary is just boring. Here's how I would <laughs> I think this consistency equals staying in the story. Love that. Just staying in the story. And for the records, the story has a lot of different parts. Have you ever read a novel? You know, like there's a lot of different parts to the story. So you could be in like the very adventurous part of the story. It could be in the very mundane part of the story. You could be in the build-up part of the story. You could be at the very climax of the story. You could be at the end of the story. You could be in the beginning of the story. You could be on the new chapter or chapter three or chapter four. You could be in the forward. You could be in the epilogue. I mean, there's so many places in the story of life. And there's little sub-stories that happen in the big story. Consistency, in my opinion, is just staying in the story. Babe, you are, and I'm not saying this because I want to have sex with you because I know I'm already going to get that. You are the <laughs> are most... Are you now? Oh, yeah, you said we were. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, you are one of the most consistent people I've ever met. You're consistent with your emotions. You're consistent with your, your routines. You're consistent in your... Like your integrity and your your processes, your your consistently whatever you put your mind to do, you do. If you say you're gonna do, you just you consistency. If I, it just it just runs throughout your life. You have an uncanny ability to stay in the story. And my goodness, the story has had some shifts and ups and downs and swings oh, and detours. You thought I was gonna curse? Shiznits. Yeah, we yeah, I love how we curse. Shiznits, biznids. <laughs> a dogs. I don't know what that one was. A nope. dogs. I don't know what a dogs is. Throwing stuff out there. Um. So I'll give you the mic. Uh, the rest of the podcast is yours. How do you do it, <laughs> babe? How is there anything you can link back to how you've stayed in the story? How you've been so consistent in life? Because I want to talk about consistency. How I think we can be consistent. What I think consistency does for us. That's kind of what our conversation can be about. If you're cool with that. But can you like? Do you know how you've been, like, how did you develop that? Like, what I is actually, the deal? I don't deal? know. I just, I think the first thing that came to my mind when you said that, well, thank you for that compliment. But I think. Oh, you could pay me later. I think, um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is anyone can relate with this because anything you do 
everybody has done something consistent enough to get some some result and and if they've done it consistent long enough they get extraordinary results so i think anyone who's listening to this podcast right now could think over their life even if consistency is is not their thing or it's not yet their thing there's got to be something though that they have stuck it out with or stuck with long enough to produce something better than what they had before and i think when you reap the benefits of that consistency gets a little bit easier every time and consistency for me has brought so many great results in life i mean it just i think i think back over the things in my life it's because of that thing Mm -hmm. it's the word consistency i can you can go always back that would probably be the one thing i'd bring up in the conversation if you ask me like how did you go through the tough times when you were wanting a divorce for that year and a half you just, you, I worked at it. I went to counseling. You know, how did you start the business? You wanted and not a divorce get, for a year and a half? Well, when we went through a rough patch for Sweet a year. Sweet Lord, and a half. this well, is news to me. <laughs> not a divorce for a year and a half, but we went through a I rough patch. I don't feel patch. so consistent anymore. But, we, yeah. but I had to make a decision to go, go do the hard work and I had to keep doing it, right? Or it could be like starting the business and not seeing much, you know, profit, but knowing that I can figure this out. We're going to keep at it. Um, making the adjustments along the way, staying the course. Like before you know it, I was able to clear six figures in almost a year. And I think, I think I, I think I've learned to love the benefits and I love them so much that it, it plays out in a lot of areas of my life. I I don't know if that's really answering the question well, Mm -hmm. but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're the master. So, I mean, uh, hopefully everyone's taking notes on, and I'm not just saying this because I love you, and but I and I'm not I'm not falsely complimenting you. Like you're really really good at this. I've learned so much about this from you, and I would think I'm a decently consistent person, but you have made me a much more consistent individual just by being married to you. Um, I, I came across this quote a while back. It said, um, "Persistency gets it, whereas consistency keeps it." Persistency gets it. Like if you're persistent, you'll get it. You'll get it. Consistency keeps, keeps it. That that'll that'll preach. <clears throat> and I think that's what you've been so good at. It's not so much of what you've accomplished, which you have accomplished a lot. You've lived a, a decent amount, right? We got a lot more to live, but so you've accomplished a lot in that. But it's what you've kept. It's what it's just what your consistency. You've kept it, and um, well, I can even look at it this way: everyone, everyone's consistent at something. It could be your bad habit. Yeah, yeah. Like, could go, yeah. So if you look at your life and you have a lot of bad habits, well, you're you keep doing that bad habit. Good on you. It's you have the ability to be right. Consistent. So then yeah. you have the you good have on the, you for being an alcoholic. You have the makeup you, man. to yeah. to be consistent. It's like you know you have the thinking of someone who's addicted to nicotine or alcoholic. Well, they they drink every night, yeah. right? They smoke every day. If you can sit and watch Netflix so, every night for ten hours, like man, your consistency. So then it's it's the ability to reverse that negative. That's kind of right? a great thought. And then say, okay, channel it. I have the ability mm. to stay at it. It's 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 a negative reverse result, the urge, but it's like retraining your body, your mind, Research the urge. your emotions to stay consistent in something that's going to actually bring results and change. And would that you are agree positive. that? Would you agree that oftentimes the only difference between winning and losing in life is consistency? Like, I mean, I know skill, talent, hard work, but like at the end of the day, sometimes, many times, the only difference, and it's a small difference. I once heard someone say. The difference between winning and losing is so minute. Like it's so minute from winning and losing in life and also define winning and losing. But like consistency could be the very difference. And let me just say, when I'm talking about staying in the story, um, 
What I mean, and here's what you have done, and here's what I'm trying to do, and I think all of us listening to this podcast, this would help us, is just showing up. You don't you don't have to show up 100% every time. You don't even have to show up 50% mm-hmm. every time. Honestly, just show up. I think so many times we we stop being consistent because we can't be 100%. So it's like, ah, if I can't do it the best, then I won't do it at all. And what I'm saying in, in staying in the story, which is life and the, and the story of your life that is being written right now, no matter where you find yourself in that story, just show up. Even if you show up 25% and like that's all you can give, like just being there, just staying in the story. We have seen this in, you mentioned business. We've seen this in business for sure. Like there are days where we have made so little and then there are days now we've been open for what, eight months, nine months, going on a year coming up, um, where we made a hundred times what we made on those days. But there was nothing different. We just every day opened up the shop. You just consistent. You know what I'm saying? Literally, I'm not exaggerating that number. In fact, it was more than a hundred times. So you don't get to those days where it's just like boom, the apex. It's but that pinnacle. I didn't make that much money on those days because of bad, poor, you know, customer service, a bad product. I had to, I had to know what the ingredients is that creates the results. So you were just as consistent on the days where you made very little right. as you were on the days where you just freaking sugar mama it up. All the little things Stay that brought that profit. Yep, we've seen it in marriage and parenting. Oh, that's I that mean, especially when you're talking one. about parenting teenagers. If I, if you're a parent of a teenager right now, um, just stay consistent. Like honestly, I'm, I'm going to say to you, and I hope this encourages you. Just keep showing up, mom and dad. Yeah. Just keep showing up. Keep you're like they won't talk to me. They hate me. They don't hate you. Keep showing up. Yep. There's going to be goods and bad. Stay. Stay in the story. Yep. It's consistency. Um, we've seen it, and you've seen it in fitness. I can honestly say this for you. In your 40s, you're in better shape you were than in your 20s. Absolutely. 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 Um, and you were in great shape in your 20s. Yeah. You've just stayed consistent. You know, I think there's something about that. In fact, I could say for myself, humble brag, but, you know, consistency, I've had my highs and lows when it came to fitness for sure. And there's one point I was almost 400 pounds. I mean, we know that, right? I mean, I was I was pushing it. Um, that got away from me over the course of a decade. But I would say right now, 44, I'm as in good shape as I was in my late 20s. Not my early 20s. My early 20s, I was playing college football. But I'm as in good shape as I was in my late 20s, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, so what did you just, you know, you just, actually, there were so many times where I was in the story, but my God, I was at 10%, you know, especially when it came to fitness and eating well and eating healthy and eating portion sizes. Like, but you just, you stay in the story. Day. Just yes. stay in the story. Yes. Stay in the story. And that means, so sometimes that doesn't mean you won't fail. That doesn't mean you won't fall. It doesn't mean you won't mess up, make mistakes, have highs and lows, feel down and out. You can do all of those things and still be in the story. Yep. You could still stay in the story. Um, speaking of weight, one pizza won't make you gain weight and one salad won't make you lose weight. It's consistency, right? right? Go have a pizza night. You're not going to gain 10 pounds. But if you keep but if you have a pizza those, three times a week, you will gain ten pounds. Yeah, that was the story of my life for a decade, right? Right. Um, and the same thing having a salad tonight. Oh, because you get all inspired and you. Oh, intensity does not equal consistency. Right. I would much rather be consistent than in, than intense. Like I have a moment, I have a week where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna run a hundred miles. I'm gonna eat nothing, and then I gain it all back. And I've certainly had those things in my life. And we're relating this to fitness, but I mean, we've seen this unfold. Um, I've seen this happen with public speaking. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, just being consistent. You just stay in the story. I've had terrible public speaking moments. Terrible. Like make you want to crawl under rock and never come out again. And then awesome ones, you know? Um, and isn't there a difference between consistency and discipline? Which I think is different because you are also very disciplined. But I think 
Consistency is showing up. Discipline. Consistency is the ingredients to help you stay disciplined. Well, consistency is being steady. Dictionary definition. Discipline is um, like controlling your like an area of your life, like you're disciplined in your life. So because you were so consistent in fitness, you have now become so disciplined. But they go in hand in fitness. hand. And we're saying, yeah. But you can't be disciplined without consistency. You can't. I would I would say you can't actually get disciplined without consistency. It requires yes. consistency okay. yes, to get absolutely. to the point where you're actually disciplined. Like for instance, I would not say I'm disciplined in fitness. I'm consistent right now. And some sometimes I'm more consistent than others, but I'm pretty consistent this season of my life. Um, when it comes to studying um, I'm insanely disciplined when it comes to studying, to preparing a talk, or to researching an enormous amount of information. Well, that's only because I've been doing it consistently for decades, right? So, right. like, you get good. Like, you'd be consistent with study and stuff, but you would probably would say like you're not disciplined, not disciplined with it. Then. So, I think discipline's like the next level, you know. But you can't get there. People want to be so disciplined. You look at these people that are killing it in life in their area of expertise or in relationships or whatever, and like they're so disciplined. Well, first they were cons- first they just showed up. And they just were in the story. Like yep. just no matter where you are, yep. take solace in the fact the story isn't over. Like there's still there's still another page to turn. And some, have you ever read a book and like gone through an entire chapter and be like, that chapter was the most boring. Like they're setting up character development and they're like, they're explaining like the scenery and I'm like, what is the point? But all of it leads to something great, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what consistency is. It's realizing like no matter what you're going through, just show up. Keep showing up. Stay in the story. Um, really good. I think thing. of like I think of like 2021. You could be like right now. We're in April, right? Are we in March? We're in March. We're about to be in April. It's spring already, and you could be like, dude, I already blew 2021. Mm-hmm. Like I started off the first three, four months of this year. I just, you know, maybe that's what you're saying. Like I messed up relationally. I messed up with the friendship. I messed up with the business. I made a bad mistake. I have I, I abandoned all of my New Year's resolutions on January 3rd. You know, like, you know, who knows? Maybe that's your, can I just tell you, there's still 41 weeks left in this year. Right. 287 days still remain in 2021. So stay in the story. Get consistent. Here's what I think, babe. And I I just was reading this. This Mm. is, um, I, because consistency is like one of my favorite words and I always am writing different thoughts down. But this one is such a good reminder. It takes time and consistency for anything of value to develop, the same is true in our lives. Anything of value, like that's that's why. And I think in in culture today, we are so like you know microwavable culture. It's like we want it instantly, or we're not interested. Mm-hmm. But anything of value, it starts with consistency. Great stories are developed. That's right. They don't just happen. In fact, what makes a story great is everything that happened before it. Like if someone's just a billionaire, you're like, cool, how did you get to be a billionaire? That's well, exactly, man, when I was young, exactly I had nothing. Right. And then I started a business, I failed 10 times. That's the greatness mm-hmm. of it all, right? If someone has a great marriage, just like you have a great marriage, just had it. No, no, no. It's like, how and did you get you there? Wouldn't you say that consistency and endurance goes hand in hand? Probably. Because You tell me you're the master. Because, well, just thinking about like, like how does someone, you have to develop the muscle of endurance, with whatever it is, it could be something small or large in your life, right? If, if it's an NFL player, like, you know, quarterback, Russell Wilson, he's had to develop consistency, things that he does every time, but then endurance to keep going, right? And I think those go hand in hand. And and I would say most people t- tend to resist anything with endurance, like anything that would maybe cause you to have to like work a little bit harder each day or maybe push your body physically if it's, you know, with a muscle or, you know, if we're talking about working out and, and those, those two things go hand in hand. Yeah. And I would say, yeah, I agree with you. And I would say, don't you think there's probably levels of endurance? So like 
For me, I'm saying staying in the story at some seasons of the story, it's just showing up, man. Like, and you might be like, my endurance is at an all-time low. Okay, but just show up. Yep. Just, There's definitely just be here. And that's that's consistent. That's just you but just then, showed up. And then you have then you have those moments, those mountaintops, right? Like where you're like crush it and your endurance. It's just you, you're gunning. You're like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. Because it's just there's different parts to a story. Um, on Sunday in church, I, I made this comment. I was like, how can you, how do you think you'll ever survive on the mountaintop if you haven't yet learned to survive in the valley? That is so Do you good. think that the higher you get, the less there is fear or struggle? That would not be the case, right? Like, so learn, like, whatever part of the story you're in. Yeah, endurance is a part of life. Like, life is a, is a race. Yeah. Life is a... It's a journey, but consistency means like, hey, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be in it today. I'm in it today. I'm going to be married today. I'm going to be a friend today. Um, I'm going to try and get to the gym today. And if you miss it today, then say, do it tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, it's just being consistent. It doesn't mean you never stop. I love, I love, you mentioned this the other day and it's just like just some random like thing that I love that The Rock said. He's like, I never allow three days to go without doing a workout. Yeah. Because he said, because if he goes three days without putting in the work, he falls kind of off the wagon. He said he has found, and he was making a life principle. We love the Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He was making a life principle. He, he was relating it to fitness and working out, which is what he does much for a living. One of the things for sure. But he said anything that goes three that you don't do for three days, it becomes so much easier to not do again. That's and, and, and that when he when I heard that, yeah. I was like, that is exactly it. Not just in working out, right? Every apply it to anything. Any you can apply that to anything. One day, two day, three days. After that, man. Get back in there. Stay in the story. Stay in the story. Yes. And, um, okay, here's what I think staying in the story does for us. One of the things I have learned over life, and tell me if you agree with this, is staying in the story opens doors that were initially locked. I have found this to be true. Doors that early on in my life or early on in a relationship or a friendship or in a job or in a career or in an opportunity, they are locked. They, They are bolted shut like there's no in there and there's a security code on it. like you're never getting through that door but just by simply staying in the store you're like what did you do well what did you do i just showed up regularly consistently consistently and all of a sudden the door that was locked is now, now open. open okay i remember working for a job years ago and the the employees of the job told me that my boss they're like this boss will never promote you and they were explaining why this boss wouldn't and history would kind of lead me to believe that. And so they were saying this because they were saying, you should probably do something else. Because I had another opportunity. And I remember this one person telling me, like, you should probably do something else. And he was explaining to me why this boss would never promote me. And I mean, the boss's track record certainly would have proven that point. And I remember being like, you know what? This is, I know I'm supposed to be doing this. So I'm not going to concern myself with that. Even though I certainly wanted to move beyond where I was at. Yeah, I was like, I'm not going to concern myself with that. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I remember the person being like, okay, I mean, I'm just letting you know. Like they will never. And the truth of it is, I don't think that boss ever would have. Two years later, that boss's role changed. And the new boss, true story. You'll remember this. I'm being super vague because I don't want to. Almost immediately promoted me. Almost immediately. So the truth of it is, that door was locked. Right. But, but that was that was under the presumption that the I would always have the same boss for the rest of my changed. life. Well, that boss's yes. position and role changed. They left the Boy. state. And all of a sudden, now I'm being promoted. And I remember the person who told me that had left. And they were like, I can't believe. I'm like, well, that's stay the, in the story, that's man. That's the same thing. Someone just asked me, like, how did we land the the little shop and location at Tonal Lake Villages for our flower shop and a flower cart? And this is the crazy thing. If I had given up the third time, 
actually was, I think, five different times that I had reached out and they were like, no, we don't do something like that. Then I reached out a second time. Uh, well, you can talk to so-and-so. That so-and-so didn't want to talk to me. So I persistently, consistently contacted. Finally, that person answered their phone one day because yeah. they got tired of me. And they were like, that's not my department, but I'll transfer you. Six months later, because Every week, I set it on my calendar, I'm going to reach out again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to allow no to be a no. Because I felt deeply in my heart, this is what we're supposed to do. Persistency gets it. And if I had given up after the third time even, I would have not had a shop at Totem Lake Villages. And it goes to tell you that, that... Obviously, there are some doors that slam in your face, but then sometimes you just turn a little to the left and you open another door or you just keep knocking and you just keep asking and the door, I mean, the Bible even says the scripture, the door will open. It's just like... Yeah, that's not to say that some closed doors aren't literally a gift from God. Exactly. How many times in my life have I wanted something? But let me just say, when a door closes, don't give up on... That's just the direction you're not going to head in. You'll just figure it out, realign yourself. Don't let it get you out of the story. different door. Just stay consistent. Maybe that door will open up or... In fact, you didn't want that door to open up because if it had opened up, you'd walk through it. And in fact, there was a much better door that was coming. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I believe staying in the story, doors that were initially locked open. It opens doors. You know, like, how did you, man, how did you get that opportunity? I just stayed and consistency, and like you always say, babe, is one thing leads to another, and I think that's what consistency. That's what that's what happens so beautifully with consistency is that if you stay at it, eventually. One thing will lead to the next. And not to mention everything we learn that betters us life. Okay, I'm thinking of Caleb, our son, who just recently got a new job. And um, he's been through like a, he got this great job. He's like, he called it like his first like real adult job. He's had some good jobs, in fact. But like he was, he got, he got life insurance policy and health insurance and benefits and all this stuff. It's an office admin job, nine to five, three weeks into it. First of all, he didn't realize it's a very toxic kind of office culture. He didn't know that. And he's realizing, and he's like, you know what? I'll, I'll kind of work through it. Then a bunch of people are quitting and it's, it's, it's a really bad spot. So he's realizing like, I think I got to get my two weeks in this, right? And he really, he really travailed over it. Like he's like, you know, I want to be a man of honor, but like this. And so he gave his two weeks today and he came home today and he was telling me, and I was like, how'd it go? He's like, I actually went really good. I talked to the CEO and he's a good guy and like it all worked out. Right. So, and he's like, man, I just, he said, he's like, I don't, I don't know why that had all happened. Like, it seems like just a total waste. I'm like, no, man success. Chalk this up to success. You just made however many thousands of dollars you made in the last month working there. They paid you to realize that you utterly hate the nine to five office grind. I'm like, you didn't know that. You're 20 years old. He's like, I do. He's like, dad, I hate it. I'm like, now you know, and you got paid to figure it out. I'm like, what is success in life? Like, you know, yeah, it motivated him to get after what he actually, you know, totally. is created and, and now he won't waste do. his time going for jobs like that anymore because he knows he's like, you know what, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And he's already already has another job lined up. He already ha- he works multiple jobs, so he's not unemployed. He, he's a trainer at a kickboxing gym, but now he's got another job that'll be more physical and outdoors, and he's stoked about that. That literally opened up yesterday, you know. So it's like, I just think like just staying in it because mm-hmm. open doors mm-hmm. and closed doors, it's all a part of it. But how do those doors open up? Oh, is it great talent? Is it just great opportunity? Well, sometimes, sometimes. talent is great, yep. but opportunity comes when you stay in the story. Yep. Just stay there. Be consistent. I also think, and last but not least in my thoughts, unless you want to add more, one of the things I think staying in the story does for us is it keeps us from spiraling spiraling down emotionally. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, A hundred percent. Sometimes when life is out of control and emotions are running wild because they do and life can get chaotic, yeah. it's those few areas you just hold that on remain to. consistent yep. in our lives that stabilize us. 
Um, you can't be consistent in all of it, right? But there's is a few there's a few things like it's, it's good habits, right? It's, yep. it's healthy habits that you have. It could be like for you, it's, it's exercise. That is a huge stabilizing, consistent thing. Like yep. for me, it'd be meditation. I don't know how else to say it. it's like getting, I get, I, I regularly, I have a, I'm very consistent, like getting alone time. I journal, I read, I'm a person of faith. So I spend time with God, whatever that looks like to you. For me, that sometimes there's prayer involved in that. I'll listen to music. I meditate. It's a stabilizing force for me. Yes. You know what I'm saying like, um, it could be reading or learning for Vic the sound chick. I mean, she's a musician and an artist. So I would think for her, that's one, like no matter what she's going through. I mean, if you listen to Vic's songs, which are all profound, you can tell, I know her because I'm her brother, Seasons of Life, where like she was going through a hard time and then comes this beautiful song. And you're like, man, that was a that was a dark time for her. But that was a stabilizing force for her. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, I'm she's consistent in that. So it's in those, a lot of times the areas where we're consistent, it, it serves as a stabilizer when life just gets freaking chaotic. And, and in the good moments, those are the moments that birth the beauty, right? Yeah. It's like, it's those times. Beauty from ashes. It's those consistent moments that are, are hard, right? Mm-hmm. That most people only see the mountaintops of our life. They're like, how did they get there? What, how did they become so great? But behind all of that was someone, a man or woman who was consistent, who, who put in the work, day after day, or just the little things day after day that produce that beautiful story. And um, I would go as far as say this, like faith, like that's a massive consistent thing in our life. You know, through all of our story, faith has been a stabilizer Huge. for us. Our faith in, you know, if you don't have faith in God, at least have faith in something bigger than yourself. There's nothing bigger than God, so I recommend that. But, you know, um, okay, so as we close, can I get practical, babe, on people listening to this, like how... Do we get consistent? I opened up the podcast asking that question. I don't know if you really answered it, but I wonder you as the master, and I've learned from you, so I am the student who now has three practical principles um, that I feel might, (laughs) vacates when I do that, that might help people get better at being consistent, staying in the story. And there's three P words, right? If we're going to do practical principles, then I'll go with plan, practice, prioritize. So here's what I mean. Plan to be consistent. If I want to consistently wake up at 6 a.m., I'm probably going to have to plan to go to bed before midnight. Mm. I have to plan for it. If I want to be on time, I'm like, okay, I want to be consistent on being on time to meetings because I tend to, if you tend to be late, then I'm going to have to plan to get up earlier and leave the house earlier. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you want to be consistent, start by planning, like make a plan to be consistent. Would you agree with that? Yes. I don't think it's enough to be like, I just need to be more consistent. Well, what's your plan? Yep. Come up with the plan so that it actually can happen. Then practice consistency. Yep. Like practice. Instead of seeing it as an obligation, which so much of us do, like, oh, I got to go to the gym again. Oh, I got I to gotta, I gotta study that class again. Like it's an obligation. See it as an opportunity. Practice. Because here's what I learned growing up, and we all learned this, practice makes perfect, right? Mm-hmm. Like the more you practice, the more you practice. What it's was it? Easier. Bubba Watson, he said how many thousands of golf balls he would hit every day after high school? Thousands. He would go to the driving range. They'd let him have free balls. And he would literally hit, I think he had, in his mind, he had hit like, 500, 800 balls every single day. He'd have blisters all over his hands. Bubba Watson, who's a professional golfer, if you don't know, and he's very good, he's won the Masters before, um, he he never took a, he's never taken a lesson. How did he become so good? How to become one of the best golfers in the world? Practice. Every That's day. it. He just practiced so much. You do it so many times. So look at like practicing consistently, not so much as an obligation and as a duty and like, oh, but like this is your opportunity. Yeah. Practice. It gets easier. You'll get better at it. And then... 
Do you want to add anything to that? I know I'm going fast. No, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to add one at the very end. And then prioritize for me is um, you can't do everything all the time. So choose the few things that you will do all the time. That's what I'm it. saying. Yep. So get if I'm going to be consistent, yep. you can't be consistent in everything all the time. Yeah, it's it's not realistic. We're not superheroes. So prioritize. A little bit at a time. Prioritize. So for me, I got to be consistent in my marriage. I want to be in certain areas. And not even my whole marriage, just general. But like, okay, I need to be just consistent. One or two or new And like expressing love to you yep. and caring for you. I need, and you know, for me and my faith, like I need to be consistent in this area. I'm not always, you're not always going to shoot, but shoot for two or three. Like, okay, yes, this year, yes. maybe this year. Come up with two things that you just want to be consistent in and practice it and plan for it and then start adding to it. And then what happens over the course of your story, years start to unfold and all of a sudden you have a lot of discipline. You become very disciplined in life. And I promise you, if you're consistent and disciplined in any area in life, eventually you will be successful in those very areas. Very successful in it. That's how it starts yes. and that's how it happens. Let me go. I think we just broke down like the key to success right here. Yeah, and it, it plays out in the raise your kids, growing your marriage. And then I would just add it. It's not a P word. I just hit repeat. Like all the things you just said, keep doing them all over again and all over again. It's like in like it could be a whole new area of your life. Like mm-hmm. it could be you want to learn a new trade. Like you're going to have to start from the bottom. You have to start a little bit every day. Don't be afraid to start over too. And then before you know it, one year goes by, two years goes by. You, now you're oh, you're considered a professional. And now it's only been five years because you've kept at it a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that is, that is a beautiful, you know, recipe because people don't talk about it. like the fact that you said, you know, over and over again, repeat it, mm-hmm. like make a plan, practice, 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 make a plan, like make a plan and watch it be a huge success. I once to took a life. course on public speaking and the number one point they set was practice, practice, practice. They had three points. So like first thing you need to do is practice. Second thing you need to do is practice. Third thing you need to do is practice. And I was like, brilliant. Like at some point, just do it again. I hope you're encouraged listening to this podcast because we're not, you're like, oh, it's so big. No, 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 no. You're in a story. That story is going to unfold the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Simply stay in it. Highs, lows. If you can't show up at 100%, show up at 10%. But show up. Yep. Be consistent. You'll have your days where you show up at 100. And those will be awesome. And we'll remember and we'll talk about it. And then you'll have the days where you showed up at 1.3%. But you showed up. You stayed in the story. We can do this, man. Brilliant. Yeah. Beautiful. Cheers to that. Cheers, babe. Drink a cup of coffee and stay in the story, you know? I like it. All Cheers, right. love. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers.